0: I can hear me. I don't know that I hear you. That's
1: oh. because I haven't spoken into the microphone yet. It's Thank not a you. magic talking stick.
0: Shut the fuck up.
1: From some far flung corner of the globe. Wait. The globe is a sphere. How does it have corners? Shut
0: up. This is the opportunistic
1: travelers podcast now with even more shivo and a few of their traveling friends each of them sharing stories of everyday experiences of travels around the world Hello, vicarious travelers from all around the globe. Welcome back to Bangkok, Thailand. I am Evo Tara. And I'm Sheila D. Together, we thank you for following along with our journeys around the world. Coming up on the program, Gabber Lieber is back, this time with a crazy story from Poland you will not want to miss. So it's Poland. That's how you pronounce that, by the way, not Poland. That's uh, the wrong way. You pronounce it Poland. Yes. Of course it is. Hey, did you hear, honey? And yes, I know you did. That the Dinosaur Land is on fire. Not
0: anymore. It it is under control now.
1: Dinosaur Land is a a. a I'll call it a pop up amusement park.
0: Well, I, they spent five hundred million bat to which, create it, which is like what
1: seventeen cents. I mean, that's like you know, three eighty at least, that's right? True. Somewhere in this number.
0: It, but it's about. The size of a postage stamp.
1: Yeah, they, they built it on the lot that they could have built a condo on, and instead, theme park. Right. In Bangkok, right. 12 million people, let's build a theme park the size of a postage stamp. And it caught on fire. The, the
0: um, dinosaur eye caught on fire.
1: I saw a picture of the giant Ferris wheel on fire. That
0: is... The Ferris wheel, the you, dinosaur eye is what A dinosaur's what eyes on
1: fire sounds like someone <laughs> took a Bic lighter to like a papier-mâché dinosaur and set its eyeball on fire. Saying the Ferris wheel on fire is a very different Hold thing. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. That's not what I want to talk about today.
0: <laughs> what do you want to talk about today?
1: My screwed up trip to 20 hours in Hanoi that I did just recently.
0: <laughs> I, I think I learned a lesson while you were gone. Oh, that neither one of us should be apart.
1: Well, I know I certainly shouldn't be apart traveling because there any, isn't anything I could have left behind that I didn't already leave behind.
0: Right. You left everything. Holy
1: <laughs> cow. So not, this was a planned overnight visa run person listening to the show. One quick overnight run so I could reset my visa for another 30 days and, and Hanoi seemed the right place to go. I had my flight not until two o'clock in the afternoon, so I'd have plenty of time, no worries. I had a single backpack that had in it a shirt, a pair of pants, and my toiletries. That's all I needed because I was overnighting in Hanoi. Grabbed the laptop, didn't take the power supply for the laptop. Why would I want the power supply for the laptop? I <sighs> was step number one. What else did I forget? I forgot the VAT information, so we could have got 30 bucks back on your Apple Watch that you bought. Nope, yeah. didn't take that.
0: What about your, uh, your phone cord?
1: Uh, I did take the phone cord. The charger? B- yeah, but what would I charge it to?
0: Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you needed a converter. I don't have a wall
1: adapter for it. I mean, I plugged it into the, the laptop, which was draining, which right. I did that. That was the only thing I could charge was my phone, because, but I drained my laptop to charge the phone. Right. Didn't bother to bring my Kindle, so the flight, you know, was, uh, luckily it's only an hour and a half to get there, so, but I had nothing to read, and I was flying, what did I fly, Jetstar, one of those other airlines, so I pulled up the magazine, which is great, a magazine, it shows everything written in English on the cover, open it up, all in Vietnamese.
0: Yeah, I've seen that a lot lately, where- Teasing, sons of bitches. I know, I know, it's crazy.
1: Not, not, not helpful at all.
0: And they're ones that make you turn everything
1: off. Oh, Yeah. Still. The dude next to me, the du- the German or Russian, okay, couldn't tell. We didn't have enough of a conversation for me to pick whether he was German or, or, or Russian. Just pissed off that he could not play his game <laughs> during takeoff and landing. He got told twice, each way, to turn his stuff off, and he just glared up at the broad, shut the screen down, sat in his lap, and as soon as she got two steps away pulls it right back up and starts playing again.
0: You know, that sounds like somebody else I know.
1: I don't know who you're talking about. (laughs) It's probably that same Russian guy or German guy. Probably the exact same dude is who you're talking about.
0: I'm talking about you. No. You don't get pissed off at him. You just go, okay, and then put your earphones back in. (laughs) Well,
1: (laughs) Which is clearly different. I'm not trying to cause an altercation.
0: Clearly.
1: I'm just not causing altercation. Turn We're the screen to do black what and you say, yes, do. So, uh, yes, you bet it's off. Sure, sure. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't hear you because I was too busy listening.
0: Well, I was not able to feed myself. You what? <laughs> <laughs> so... So you normally make my my breakfast in the morning.
1: I do. I make your breakfast every morning because you are the worker bee in the family. I am the stay-at-home husband. So the least I can do is make you coffee and something to eat. Yes.
0: And I am not good in the mornings.
1: You are rubbish. You are (laughs) tired. You are borderline evil incarnate. Yes. No. Mornings are not your best. You don't shine in the mornings. I do not.
0: I do not. So... You make breakfast. Well, you weren't there to make breakfast. No. And, and I'm not waking up early to do that kind of stuff. Well so. Waking up early. <laughs> Hold on.
1: You mean waking up earlier. You already wake up at 5.15 in the morning. I think our listener will agree that 5.15 is already waking up early.
0: It is. It is. So I didn't eat breakfast. Um, I also couldn't manage to get myself to the lunchroom. In time for not get school? you.
1: I don't get you to the lunchroom every day. How how did you fail on getting yourself to the lunchroom? Because I was out of town. No, it,
0: it, that that had nothing to do with you. But I just couldn't manage to get there in time. I was... It was the just, lack
1: of my presence. It was
0: the lack of your presence, yes. I, I skipped lunch twice last week because of...
1: I was only gone one day. I don't see... Man, I, I was just screwed up by not taking the things I needed. Your life is completely thrown out of whack because you didn't sleep with me one night.
0: Exactly. You can't leave.
1: That's the power of sleeping with me, everyone (laughs) listening.
0: I also couldn't manage to get myself to bed on time. (laughs) It was 11.30 before I went to sleep. You're usually crawling into bed by like
1: 8.30 or 9 when I am at home. Now you're sending mixed signals in a big way.
0: (laughs) Hey, I didn't go out. I was actually, I was grading and prepping and stuff like that. So I was just caught up in my, my little school world.
1: So really, I wasn't here to make you breakfast in the morning. I wasn't here to make sure you had the wherewithal to get food during the day. (laughs) Yes. And I wasn't here to tell you what time to go to bed. Honey, I'm not acting as your husband. (laughs) I'm acting as your parent. Exactly. Thank you.
2: Yeah, well, another way to get to know the local people is to get almost arrested.
0: Wait. Did he say almost arrested? Well that's certainly a story we want to hear you remember Gaber
2: I'm, I'm Gabor uh, Gabor liver and I'm the co-founder and uh, designer of tapewright.com taperight is uh, is a medium for podcasts they try to bring all the interesting stuff in one place together and enhance it in a way that it adds value to the listeners as well as the the creators.
0: When Gabber's not busy building a better experience for podcast listeners, he travels full time, much like we did last year. And also like us, he's got into some odd situations when speaking the local language would have helped, like right after being involved in a serious vehicle accident.
2: We we actually had a very serious car accident last year. Uh, while we were visiting? Uh, we were going to a wedding in Poland. We rented a car uh, in Warsaw, uh, and uh, we were just uh, heading up north to this remote location, which was in in a pine forest. It's a it's a wedding with uh, with the friends uh, with friends who we haven't seen in a long time, and then suddenly a lady from a side road turned in front of us, and we had the front car crash. But luckily, yeah, our car we just rented the car, which was. Uh, uh, really really new so it has like uh, it had like 30 or 40 miles in the car oh jeez and uh, that was our luck because it was a very safe car it was in a remote not even not even in a village because it was in between two villages on a road. Hmm. And, uh, yeah we just I don't know if you have ever been such an accident I haven't I did could never imagine what happens in a situation like this so you know time, slow, time slows down when you have the accident yeah. you and then it happens. It's much. I don't. It's not that loud as, as you imagine by the movies, because then you imagine, you know, this huge explosion and car crash, and it's it's not that loud. And also, it's just basically the the sound of the the airbag opening up. And then, in a few seconds, you are at the side of the road. The other car is on the other side. And then you, you, know, you check if you or wife is okay. You are okay. You have every all your limbs and everything. And then you get out and. Then it's nothing, you know. There is no, no one there, no cars coming. It's just and and uh, my my phone, uh, my my wife's phone already died before. Uh, the battery wanted to load it there, but we didn't have a car charger. And mine uh, was
1: totally crashed in the accident, so it didn't work. So then we. D- so, so, wait. A minute, let me get this straight, right? So, you're you're in Poland. This is where this yeah, happened, right? right? And it's the two of you in a car, and then the lady that ran into you. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. the accident has happened—a a severe enough accident to where airbags have deployed. And Our car it's was a, totally a,
2: fresh. It's, totally it's a
1: serious accident. Fresh. Nothing small. It, it, it's it's damaged in your phone. Your wife's phone is dead. You get out, and it's you and a Polish lady. And that Polish that's, lady was
2: yeah. in the in the. Yeah, a few
1: hundred meters away in the in this in this uh, trench next to the ro- next the road. So I'm assuming neither you nor your wife speak Polish. No, definitely not, <laughs> and it's. It- that's the really first thing i'd be problem. worried about like yeah. wow i have to how do you say may a are you okay b can we exchange insurance information <laughs> or <about laughs> anything
2: yeah, no the lady was totally in shock i approached the car and she was like just staring at her head and she didn't move she seemed to be okay so no bruises no blood and uh also airbag open and stuff like that but uh yeah she didn't she didn't even turn her head so it was really <sighs> creepy I don't know how this happened or how much time passed, but then uh, a few cars arrived and they stopped. Sure. And that, but they were also speaking Polish, so no one no one could communicate. But, of course, they saw what, what was happening. So they, they called an ambulance, I was assuming, because they were fo- uh, calling the phone. And right to our luck, there was just one one house, like uh, in during distance, a few hundred meters probably, and there, a retired police officer was living there, who could speak English. (laughs) And this was, yeah, it was, I couldn't believe our luck. So from that moment on, he was our unofficial translator as well. So he was there talking us through the whole procedure by the police arrived and then the the ambulance ride. And the interesting thing, I don't know if you've ever imagined what would happen if you rent a rental car, you know, from the airport and you go, and then you have an accident. They brought another car, the same model, the same new car. They wow! Just, they just came from uh, from the airport. Uh, it took two hours, so we're just waiting there. They just do take a few photos of the other car. They leave that car there, so they arrived arrive with two cars, of course, so they can go sure. away. And then that's it. They left the same car for us, and they said, "Okay, goodbye." You have been in a serious accident. You are in shock. Maybe uh, my wife was almost taken by the ambulance that arrived in mm-hmm. the time, but I didn't want them to take her. No. Oh. We said yeah. we are going on. Our, we try to save. And then we managed to get it translated. The message that we don't want to go, don't want her to go in the hospital, because then I, I have no chance of finding her. I oh. have no means of communication.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, they take her away. Now <laughs> it's you by yourself, and you so, say, "My, uh, where is the lady that left in the ambulance? How do well, I say I that?" I don't know where we are, to...
2: so I couldn't even specify. Maybe if I get to a phone booth somewhere, maybe. where this accident happened, and then yeah, you know, stuff like and so we. Uh, insisted on not being taken, uh, her, on her not being taken by the ambulance. But,
0: right.
2: Uh, I mean, uh, my wife didn't even want to get in the car, especially, yeah. especially not in the same right. the same color, like it was exactly the same guy. Right, I mean, yeah. from
1: a con- convenience factor, that's exactly the the right thing to do. Okay, you're, the the car is non functional. Let's exactly, bring yeah. the people another car. But the underlying issue here is they were just in a serious auto accident. No one wants to drive exactly. right after they've been in a serious auto accident. But what are your options? Yeah, are then a horse somewhere.
2: <laughs> so then, the okay. the with the police uh, guy, our translator, we could manage to translate them message uh or their message to us that we have to follow them so we had to follow the police mm-hmm. car to to a village close by so we had to get in the car put mm. uh, put our stuff in the new car and then i had to drive which was actually it turned out to be good because it's like uh if I, I would be a psychologist i would probably advise that right after a serious car accident just jump in another car right. drive Again, jump back, jump back on
1: the horse, as they say in exactly. America. Because right. then,
2: then you don't have this fear because I think right. if, if I wouldn't have done that, I, I probably would have developed a, a fear of driving.
1: So how much time did this take out of your Polish vacation? Was was the entire day locked up in this? Or did yeah, you so have this, this,
2: this was like uh, half the day waiting there to, yeah. until everything is figured out and we have a new car. And then... then the interesting thing starting to happen because then we were following this this police car, just driving to small villages in Poland. We were never, we never intended to go, and then we arrived to a really rundown police station. And it's like looks like a horror movie, or a, it looks like a. It looks like an Eastern European movie from the
1: seventies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, the wall is still up.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's combined with the jail. So you, we walk through little corridors with the jail cells on the sides, and then we arrive to an interrogation room. And this, oh. this interrogation room, I thought had this, this, you know, these really old computers, which I used to learn coding on, like uh, IBM four eight six right. or something like that. And, wow. uh, and some typewriters, and then these these naked lady posters
1: on the wall. In the course, somehow, <laughs> in this accident, you've been knocked back in time twenty years. It,
2: it yeah. felt like okay, okay, maybe we it's, its maybe in our heads, or we really <laughs> happened to to go back in time. So <laughs> it was—we were in a shock still. So it, it really felt surreal. I mean, wow. what, what was happening? So they, we were interrogated. We had to, you know, throw. Well, how the accident happened, and the, the yeah. these guys were translating all the time. But there's four or five guys. Sometimes someone coming in just, you know, just look at the strangers from uh, from another country.
1: Never, wow. they have never seen such a thing. <laughs> that has to be terrifying. These Eastern European cops are grilling you about the accident you've just. They had. Were, actually they were
2: very friendly, but the whole situation oh. was of course frightening to us. And
1: yeah, we,
2: I was trying to convince them it was not our fault. Fault, but. It was just my word against probably sure. the other lady who will be interrogated in a hospital. And she
1: speaks Polish.
2: <laughs> and she speaks Polish, I was thinking. This really depends. If I'm a nice guy and they like me, then yeah. I'm not going to jail. If they don't like me, they decide that I caused the accident. Maybe the lady was seriously hurt, and then I, we end up in jail. Or maybe I just end up in jail. My wife has to somehow bail me out. Right,
1: right, yeah.
2: And yeah, in the end of uh, like another two-hour two-hour interrogation, they let us go, and then we drove to a hospital, which was another interesting experience because oh. yeah, my wife was having some pains and uh, sure. we had to, to get oxymine, examin, So, and that was again this this all the hospital was exactly like the 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 police, but with even less people. So actually, we went oh. in. It was it was like being in. Uh, In in an abandoned factory, so there was no one on the
1: abandoned factory hospital. Eh, same thing. Yeah, it was
2: really like, are we? This is really is this really happening, or is this like a horror movie that is just playing? Yeah. (laughs) So we so we go through these these uh, stairways, and and uh, there are these rooms with people laying. say, In silence, or maybe they are sometimes screaming, so it's really scary. Oh, <laughs> because, yeah, it's it's just in a hospital, but with no stuff around. You couldn't see anyone. It was yeah, it was really strange. And then then we finally managed, managed to manage to bump into someone who looked like staff because they had this white coats. And then yeah, they didn't speak any English, so we tried no. to you know uh, uh, talk our way, way through it. And then finally, they managed to find someone who could talk a few words of English. So we could get, uh, yeah, we could get some mind. And then we went on our way without GPS because, of course, it was on my phone.
1: Ah, so uh, <laughs> yes.
2: We, we went to, I think we went to a fuel station and we bought a, a paper map, you know, but... I wow, don't the know old school now, way. <laughs> when You were using a paper map. I wouldn't
1: know how to do it anymore.
2: <laughs> so and then we went on a road which just uh, abruptly stopped because oh. there was no bridge anymore. They were
1: renovating the bridge, so it was a river. Okay. Now you're in, the, you're in a weird Twilight Zone episode. I, this I is swear, not legit. I swear this
2: happened. I swear this happened. And, but I couldn't take... I, I, this is the thing, because my phone was broken, and we didn't have any other camera with us. So I could not take any picture of this whole thing. Oh. it's just, really, It's just, I have to tell this as it happened, but I have no proof. Are you
1: sure you didn't have a space brownie before this whole thing happened? Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure,
2: yeah. And that's the
0: show. I'm getting a lot of requests for house-sitting jobs in really cool places. Unfortunately, we're committed to spending most of our time in Thailand for the rest of this year. But I'd love to send you some of those referrals. Go to shivo.wtf slash stayforfree for more details. Just because I can't stay in a four-bedroom villa in Panama for three weeks this summer doesn't mean you can't, Right?
1: Special thanks to Kevin McLeod of Incomptech.com for all of the music used in this episode.
0: For EvoTerra, I'm Sheila D. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Opportunistic Travelers Podcast.
1: See you next week from Bangkok. Funding for this podcast and all the great content Shivo produce is made possible by listeners just like you. Visit shivo.wtf slash postcards to pledge your support and get a handwritten postcard each month as they travel abroad.
2: Additional funding provided by TravelSmith, inspiring people to go places
1: they've never been and keeping Shivo looking smart and well-outfitted on their journey. And if you want to travel the world, it's cheaper than you think. Visit shivo.wtf. How appropriate. For more details and click on the house-sitting link to find out exactly how they afford to travel the world in style. See you next time on the Opportunistic Travelers Podcast.